Good morning. It is Thursday, April 21st, and this is the new Morning Mercy Devotional. You obey not to get God's attention, but because you have been the object of his attention since before the world began. Your obedience is never to be done in the hope that you will get something, but rather in recognition of what you have already been given. Carefully read the following words from Ephesians 1. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love he predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In him we have obtained an inheritance having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who were to the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is a guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. So here's the humbling and comforting truth of the gospel. Your obedience doesn't initiate anything. Your obedience and mine only occur because God initiated a redemptive process that resulted in our forgiveness and transformation. We don't obey to get his favor. We obey because his favor has fallen on us and transformed forgiveness and transformed our hearts, giving us the willingness and power to obey. God's work of rescue and forgiveness didn't begin just before you first believed. It didn't begin just before you were born. It began before the world was born. He placed his grace on you and wrote your story in such a way that as a, that at a certain point in time, you would hear the truths of the gospel of Jesus Christ and believe. His love for you is never a result of your character. It is a clear demonstration of his He granted you and me what we never could have deserved. Our new life is his choice, his gift. This means that if you obey him for a thousand years, you will have no more of his favor than when you first believed. Now that truly is grace. For further study and encouragement, read Romans 9, 1 through 18. Let me get there. I speak the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience is testifying to me with the Holy Spirit that I have intense sorrow and continual anguish in my heart, for I could almost wish to be cursed and cut off from the Messiah for the benefit of my brothers, my own flesh and blood. They are Israelites, and to them belong the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the temple service, and the promises. The ancestors are theirs, and from them, by physical descent, came the Messiah, who is God over all, praised forever. Amen. But it is not as though the word of God has failed, for not all who are descended from Israel are Israel, neither are they all children because they are Abraham's descendants. 
On the contrary, your offspring will be traced through Isaac. That is, it is not the children of physical descent who are God's children, but the children of the promise are considered to be the offspring. For this is the statement of the promise. At this time I will come, and Sarah will have a son. And not only that, but also Rebekah received a promise when she became pregnant by one man, our ancestor Isaac. For though her sons had not yet been born or done anything good or bad, so that God's purpose according to election might stand, not for works, but from the one who calls, she was told, the older will serve the younger. As it is written, I have loved Jacob, but I have hated Esau. What should we say then? Is there injustice with God? Absolutely not. For he tells Moses, I will show mercy to whom I will show mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. So then, it does not depend on human will or effort, but on God who shows mercy. For the scripture tells Pharaoh, I raised you up for this reason, so that I may display my power in you, and that my name may be proclaimed in all the earth. So then, he shows mercy to those who he wants to, and he hardens those who he wants to harden. <laughs> Lord, those are hard scriptures. Those are hard scriptures for us to accept, Father. Lord, that you have predestined, ordained, adopted, that you have written names into the book of life from the beginning of time that you knew us. Lord, that uh, some are hardened and that some are not chosen. Uh, that seems to be what the words of Romans 9 say. Lord, Jacob I have loved and Esau I have hated. Um, before they were even born, that decision was made, not because of something that Esau would do, not because of something Pharaoh would do, but those scriptures seem to say that you chose. Lord, I want to be chosen. I believe that I've been chosen. I believe that my family's been chosen, that we're all predestined and adopted sons. And Lord, may we walk worthy of that. And may we, as a result of that, um, that we would be obedient, that I would be obedient. I love you, Lord Jesus. Amen.